and there's enough hints that it doesn't spoil Kingdom Come. Nope, not at all. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm trying to say, like, Mark Wade is purposely not spoiling a book he wrote 20 years ago because, again, it was 20, 25 years ago that, like, the book came out and he's like, oh, yeah, people might read Batman Superman World's Finest and then, you know, get to it. And we are live with another episode of Comic Talk. It's that show brought to you by The Key, where we talk about this week's new comic book releases. I'm your host, Dimitra Pereira. And for those of you who don't know, new DC comics come out on Tuesdays. New Marvel comics come out on uh, Wednesdays. Indie comics also come out on Wednesdays. And we are here on Thursday, October 19th, 2023, to talk about all the comics that came out this week. Uh if you are watching us live, you're watching us on twitch.tv slash the Keeg Show or youtube.com slash the Keeg Show. And if you do that, then you can see who our guest is. But uh, if you're listening to the podcast, wherever you get your podcast from, um, you don't know who the guest is. We got Manny Hondress, a.k.a. Manny Reads Comics. Manny, welcome back, man. Glad to be back. How's it going? Uh, it's going good. It's Has it been has it been a while since you've been on the show? I think it's been a month. About a month, yeah. It was like, okay. uh, yeah, okay, a little bit more than a month, I think. Yeah, yeah. a lot happens in a month, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some stories just one issue, some stories just two. If we're talking about Spider Man or something, but, right, yeah. right. Um, which is funny you mentioned Spider Man because I want to bring this. I, I I had a thought recently, but I'm going to bring it up a little bit later. Um, there are a lot of good books that came out this week. Uh, I thought. Do you think it was good? Uh. A good week for comics or for your reading oh, list? I think so. For my reading list, I, I got a lot of things that were surprising in the top three. And then there's like two or three that I haven't read yet, but I don't expect them to be great. Just just good. Just pushing the story. Right. Um, when you get all your books, is do you read your most your 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 favorite one first like do you have a method to the that. madness when i started reading that's exactly what i did and i realized real quick which i I'm, i bet most of you realize this but when you read your most anticipated books first then that kind of makes you struggle to read the rest because you know that they're not going to be as good mm. or whatever so so then i went to the opposite and then that kind of felt like a grind, like, oh, I don't want to read these books, even though I bought them, <laughs> like, and I just want to get to the books that I know is good, but now I just, I read it alphabetically, I, I don't, I don't put any kind of bias in it, just what? read it alphabetically, don't worry if it's Marvel, DC, Image, just, just read it, A, B, C, D. Alphabetically, and... that's how you make sense of, that's how you stay unbiased? That way I don't make the choice, it's just, that's that's the alphabet. I don't make the rules here. I just read. That's all I do. Okay. So so real quick, what is your reading list uh for this week? And then we'll 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 I'll tell you mine. And then I really want to know which ones you read first, but I'm assuming, yeah, alphabetical. Okay. That's, <laughs> I've never heard that before, but okay. Uh what was what were the books that you read? So DC comic wise, I did Batman Superman World's Finest number 20. Mm -hmm. Um 
I want to read City Boy. I haven't read it yet, but it's on my list. Um, and then Nightwing 107, along with Titans number four. Then with Marvel, we got Daredevil number two, mm-hmm. Miles Morales, Spider-Man number 11, Moon Knight 28, and that's it. And then with Image, I got Tenement number five, uh, Boom Studios, Coda number two. I didn't read that one yet. Okay. Uh, Kill Your Darlings number two, and Rogue Sun number 16, along with Swan Songs number four. Swan Songs is all right. Did you read Swan, uh, Swan Songs? Yeah, yeah. I okay. got to that like very last minute. So okay, so I'll I'll prep the images for that one. Um, so so you're telling me that that out of those, I mean, what was first, Batman, Superman, World's Finest? You know what? That was second. That was actually no, that was third. I lied. That's still a good guess. Yeah, Batman, Superman with uh, Mark Wade and Dan Mora, it's definitely gonna be top three, right? Like it's just well, I meant the first one that good. you that you read. Oh, book that I read, yeah. Uh, Batman and Superman, World's Finest, number 20. Yep. Was that, that the first one? Because it was alphabetical? That was the first one, and it was alphabetical. That was the first one, and also I'm very happy because like I know that that's going to be good. Like I know that that team's not going to let me down. And the story, oh, yeah. you know, the story is the return of something, so I was like, I don't know what to expect, right? So the Wait, re- return you... of Kingdom Come. Have you not read Kingdom Come? No, I just didn't know what to expect with the return of Thunderboy, but I oh. have read Kingdom. So, yeah. Okay, good. I, good, I don't good. know what's going on story wise. That's something. Right. I mean, that's fair. I, I think. It, I mean, it'd be. It. It kind of. It doesn't. Does it? Does it still pack the same punch if you haven't read Kingdom Come? Um, because I don't know. I don't know. It'd be. It it'd be interesting tackling. Like hitting Kingdom Come first in this issue versus like reading Kingdom Come first and then like reading this issue. Yeah. No, I would say that this is gonna pack more of a punch reading it this way because you get no answers. You just get all the revelations and what happened. What why is this happening? Why is this panel showing me all of these tombstones? Like, you know what I mean? Like you get all of these things that give you questions. And you have no answer for them because this story you, is not about those questions. Do you think that Mark Wade wrote this so it could be read in this order that you could read this issue for like new readers? Because let's be honest, like Gen Z comic book readers probably haven't read Kingdom Come. There hasn't well, been a reason to, you know, it's a classic. He might have just, just put it in there to be like, hey, by the way, if you haven't read this, check it out. It's nice. It's a great book. Come read it. Right. You know, because I mean, if someone's a new reader, they're just they're just getting into comic books with no nobody like telling them you should read this story and this story and this story. This is the best way to find out. Oh, Kingdom Come is 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 something. Maybe I should look into that. And there's enough hints that it doesn't spoil Kingdom Come. Nope, not at all. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm trying to say like Mark Wade is purposely not spoiling a book he wrote 20 years ago because again it was 20 25 years ago that like the book came out and he's like oh yeah people might read batman superman world's finest and then you know get to it but uh we're gonna hold that thought even though we we dived into batman superman world's finest number 20 uh we will get back to that but um 
I'm going to tell you what I read uh, this week. I read Batman Superman's World, Batman Superman World's Finest, number 20. I read Titans 4. I read Daredevil 2. I read uh, Big Game 5 from, is it Image? I know it's... That's Image, yeah. Uh, yeah, in conjunction with Skybound. Uh, I read Miles Morales' Spider-Man 11. I read The Invincible Iron Man, number 11. I read Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong, number one. I read Superman 7, and I read Nightwing. What's the issue number on Nightwing? 107? 107, yep. Okay, so I read those. And so both of us, we read a good amount. Do you want to guess what, because I, I don't I do not do the alphabetical thing like you. What was the first comic? Um, well, actually, sorry. I read my DC comics on Tuesdays okay. and I try to read everything else on Wednesdays, right? So on Tuesday with DC, what do you think my first read comic was? Well, I would assume that you read it with like the most, I I, want, I, want, I don't want to assume that you read what you want, like your favorites first. I want to say that you read what you think is going to be most interesting. And that would mm. be Justice League, Godzilla, King Kong. Is that the first one you read? No, I read Batman Superman World's Finest 20. Uh, but yeah. Just League versus Godzilla versus Kong, I did read maybe second, even. Um, okay. I tackled the big ones that that I that I could on Tuesday. On Wednesday, though, what do you think I read on Wednesday first? Oh I have zero clues. Is it a big, Marvel? Big game. Big game. Big game. All right, never mind. Are you reading it? No, not at all. Because I, I don't know anything about Mark Miller's universe. At we all. will I, get to it. It is why, like, don't. historically, or like in in the microcosm that is comic book pop culture, like, it is, I don't want to say unprecedented, but it is wild. Like, as far as crossovers go, we'll get to it. I want to know, what's your number one pick from this week? For me, this one was uh, Rogue Son 17. Um, that, that's your number one? That was my number one pick. Yeah. So it's very, it was very, uh, I want to say it hit all the right notes. It wasn't, it's weird because I think we've talked about this. I have my own little like system to, to read yeah. comics and stuff. And so when I look at that, it, it gave me the highest points out of 15 possible points, it got 14. Um, Really, and, like, my my biases want to say other books are are were greater, but like from yeah. how I felt right after reading it, Rogue Son Seventeen was great, and it's just like it's like not the climax of the story of the current arc, but it's like the last issue was the climax. This one is the continuation of the climax, so it's just still going. It's story's doing great. Um, I just really loved it. It was a good book. So, so do you just you like? Is the, has the series been really good? Because this is issue 17. Like, has Overall, it just been a really good a series? Great, it's a great series. And it is in a, addition to the um, massive verse. So uh, it's its own thing. This is the Rogue Sun. Uh, by itself, man, it's, it's a great series. Uh, the main character, Dylan, he like gets uh, this sunstone that lets him turn into this hero that he, and he finds out that his dad was the last uh, hero and he hated his dad so he just doesn't want to do this it, yeah. he's kind of like this very conflicted character right 
but uh the the writer ryan parrot he just does a good job of making you feel for him and like while you think his decisions are idiotic at least i do uh, <laughs> i'm like oh but i can see why i can see why you're doing that and, and yeah. why you're making these choices and i love yeah. that you're making that choice because you're sticking to your character and but you're also learning and you're moving forward and you're doing all these things he's just a great character and like the story itself the villains aren't one-dimensional i want to say yeah. like they are very much their own villain like it's it doesn't feel like i've heard this story before basically um is this issue 17 or 16 because i've been saying 17 but it's like 17. issue six is it 17 or 16 you know what i said 17 it is 16 okay my bad. my bad okay so so explain to me uh, while I'm getting my camera back, explain to me your your rating system because we've gone over it in the past, but uh, it's been a while. So there's five criteria. Each criteria can have up to three points because one is bad, two is good, three is great. That's it. Like I don't want to have any kind of like, well, you know, one point five this or any of that. No, it's just up to three points uh, for a total of fifteen points. The criteria is pace. If the pacing is good, if the pacing is great, most most comics get a two for pace. But if the pacing is great, like this this issue here was a three, um, it will give it a three. Uh, okay. Pace, dialogue, dialogue between the characters. If the characters say something that doesn't sound like it's something that they would say, then I don't like it. Or if it's just like just bad, like hey, I really just I'm trying to get this this generation slang and I'm doing a horrible job at it. That dialogue is horrible. That ruins the book for me. At yeah. Least. Uh, uh, third one is emotion. Uh, how much do I care about what the character feels, or do I feel anything? Like if somebody dies in an issue, do I care that that person died? That someone got hurt? Do I care? Sometimes, I, most of the time, it's no. I don't care. You haven't given me any any uh emotion enough um connection with this with this character for me to care yeah. if this person is hurt or is going through something. So if I have no emotion to the character, then the story, I'm, I'm just not going to like the story as much. Um, logic, you know, Superman gets hit by a bullet and starts bleeding. If I see that in a comic, I immediately am like, why? There's no reason to why. <laughs> if you don't explain why that bullet made Superman bleed, then I'm going to be upset. So logic right. can go for a lot of different things. And the last thing is immersiveness. So whether all of that stuff is is bad but i'm still into the story then i'm gonna give it a two or three but if i'm like reading the book and it's just like dragging and it could be because of pace or whatever but i'm just like i'm really struggling to to read the book then it's wasn't immersive you know it didn't bring me into it, it didn't pull me in in any kind of aspect so if that's it then i'll give it a one on the opposite end i'll give it a three but for the most part it's it is a two because because I also understand that like you have to some issues aren't going to hit as great as, as other issues because you're you're reading a story arc you're not reading a full story so some books while well, like so like Moon Knight the immersiveness of Moon Knight sometimes it's it's just a two because yeah it's it's a middle story like it's a it's a a story that's getting you from point A to point B but you're in this little middle ground and while it's still good overall it wasn't the best issue single like the single issue you know what i mean yeah you said this issue of rogue sun got 
14 points out of 15. Yeah, basically the only thing that did not get a three was logic. And not because of anything, I like guess for the most part, logic is gonna get two. If you if if I don't find anything wrong with it, it's a two. But if I find like um let's say a a character just does something that's too logical, like it it's something that you would do yourself or like hey, this person has a smoking gun in their hand and this person died because of a bullet. Let's just try to figure out what happened. Like, if that happens, then I'm like, that logic is a one because that guy obviously has a gun. They obviously shot. But if, the, I don't know, I can't I can't explain to you when logic hits three. Yeah. But it's when, when characters, like, they don't go for the whole, oh, I want to make the story go longer. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look away from the obvious choice and and uh try to tell your story with the other choices if yeah. they just go straight for that obvious choice and it's still good i love it that's a three that's a, a logic of three for me okay um yeah i mean people have good things to say about rogue sun i have not picked it up yet i know it's part of the super massive verse or whatever it's called uh with radiant black and with inferno girl inferno Inferno Girl? Inferno, yeah, right? Is that what it's called? Inferno Girl Red. It's a Inferno Girl Red. It's a Okay. And then Dead Lucky, right? Yes, Dead Lucky. Okay. So Um, you have the Radiance, yeah. Um, so yeah, I've only really read Radiant Black, but uh is this worth me picking up? I think Radiant Black and Rogue Sun are the best titles from this universe so far okay all right all right um we were we were talking about batman superman world's finest uh uh 20 uh that's my pick for for best book i mean truth be told like um uh truth be told like like Dan Mora on art, Mark Wade writing. Mark Wade can't do any wrong. Like he can do no wrong. He is so good. He's like one of the best writers that we have right now. Oh, yeah. Do you agree? Uh, this the story was amazing. Uh, like you said, Dan Mora on art just elevates it so much because I don't know. I just I don't. I it immerses me into the story, right? Uh, but no, it was this was a great issue. I loved it, I, especially the ending. I did not see that coming, and it was gonna upset me if if David was like happy at the end. And so, like you know, he comes up and you see him all happy, and oh, you guys are here! I've been waiting for this, and then he just kind of switches. That was that was beautiful. Yeah, I loved it. So. Yeah, Batman Superman World's Finest uh, twenty. Um, I mean, this this book is just always good. There was like one weak arc, but like even when it's weak, it's still Mark Wade. Like, yeah, you know, like it's still it's still top rank. Like, you know, it doesn't yeah. matter how like I don't want to say how weak it is because like it wasn't weak. It was a it was weak compared to itself. That's right, it. <laughs> and that's what happens when you're like top of the game. You know, like yeah. you could be the best player in any sport and the 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 um the game that you're not you know breaking records on 
people are like, boo, you suck. And it's like, I'm the best. No, like you could be the worst player in any sport, but you're still in that league, right? Like you could be the worst of the best, I guess. Is yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you're comparing players in that event, like, yeah, it's still like a good league to be in. Yeah, like if I'm in the NBA and I'm like the worst ranked player in the NBA. Yeah. I'm still in the NBA. I'm still getting paid. I'm still, yeah. still proved my skills enough to be in the NBA. So right. Right. And so that's kind of like some of these weaker ones. Now, this issue though, it is my pick of the week. Like it starts off with and okay, my brain needs to make sense where it is in the timeline. Cause there was a couple of things that happened in this in this book. It starts off with Barry. Barry Allen running through the speed force. And I was like, and so he was talking about how he, he likes to map the multiverse for fun, but he says it's for, it's for science, but it's, you right. know, it's fun for him. Right. And then I thought to myself, wait a minute, where is Barry right now? Uh, but I think, I was thinking, I think Barry is, cause he's not, he's, he's like semi-retired. I think he's working with that, that one base, that multiversal base. Injustice League they said, but like they never really like. Well, this is in the past, you know, though. That's the thing. But that right there, but that's further in the past than what you're talking about. What? There what is ba- Batman and Superman? Like Barry, that Barry, like saying like I like to traverse, blah blah. Yeah, he's. This is still further in the past from our current. Yeah. Like. Yeah. So it's it's even farther back. So, so they're saying that Barry's been that. mapping the multiverse since he started being the Flash. Yeah, which that's a retcon. Which, a hundred percent. Yeah, like they just they kind of went back to be like, all right, let's just say he's been doing this. Like that's this is why he's the expert. He knows what he's doing. So I'm okay with that because truth be told, Barry's kind of bland to me. I'm a Wally. I'm a Wally West fan, and so like Wally West is the greatest Flash for me. But like, how do you make Barry mean anything nowadays? Okay, make him be. I am the Flash for science. Wally's the Flash for being a hero. I don't mind putting him in the in the background. Like he's been yeah. the Flash for a while now, like since the eighties. So, like he came back in two thousand six. Uh, yeah, around there, two thousand six, two thousand eight. Flash rebirth, yeah. Just shy of twenty years. Like, give him a break. Have him be in the background every once in a while. Like, oh yeah, he just came back from blank. Yeah, but he doesn't need to be focal point anymore. Right. Especially I mean, I don't, I don't think Barry there's a place thing. for Barry anymore. That's me personally. So, and that's not his fault. It's, I feel like just the writers have been slowly just running out of ideas for him. And Because you know what they do? Is because anytime they put Barry up as like the Flash, they combine him with Wally. Like in like for the TV show, for the movies, like for the yeah. even like some cartoons. But Barry in the comics is very distinctly different than Wally. I feel like Barry's just like a genuinely good guy and he has no issues in his life. Like he's he's a he's a great hero. And yeah. that's that's it. Like unfortunately that's not a good story. So right. they need to like make some bad ideas to make him give him some conflict. Right. And they're bad ideas. So like right. and so that's I feel like that's why a lot of people don't like Barry Allen, is just because his stories just aren't hidden because he is genuinely the like like they say, the he's the goody two shoes. Like he's that. the goody two shoes. Yeah, like <laughs> smarty pants flash. You know, yeah. 
And when you put them in a in a team like the Justice League, everybody's goody two shoes at a certain point, you know. Yeah. So, um, it starts off with that, and then yeah, so then Barry pops out, and I'm like, who is the Robin? Because it like the like, uh, and it's supposed to be Dick because it says a couple months ago the thunder boy miss disappeared right or whatever so i'm like okay so this is still early days because there's a there's a there's a scene where they go to the future and booster gold owns planet krypton uh which is the justice league themed restaurant like planet hollywood and so they were like who's booster gold and to me before i realized that it takes place it's the past versions of them i was like did Booster Gold erase himself from history again? That's what I thought. I was like, and, and I could have bought that. I could, like, if they're like, I don't remember a Booster Gold. And I was like, oh, they're setting up something where people know, like, Booster Gold's taking himself out of the timeline. But then it's, no, they just haven't met Booster Gold yet in their time. Yeah. So I was like, all right. And it's a different, it's a different universe, right? Like, so... Just another, just a, Kingdom just Come is. another layer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what that's what they went. Yeah. So, but no, I, I like that, and I think it's it's funny because like now it gives them a reason to be so. Whenever they do meet Booster Gold in their time, like it's just like ah, it's you. <laughs> I don't like you. Yeah, especially Batman. Especially Batman. Like, the crepes the creeped Crusader. Yeah, like this guy thinks a lot about himself. Yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there are some really good, good things in this issue, and I'm very excited to see where, uh, where it goes. Because this may be the first true sequel to Kingdom Come, because there was a sequel to Kingdom Come called The Kingdom, and it was written by other writers, and it just wasn't as good. I was also surprised at Clark Kent in this issue of how judgmental he was of. The Superman of Kingdom Come. Oh and yeah. He like, no, he he failed. He was just like, no, nah, he failed. Like, there's no good excuse. He didn't do everything possible. He he let things happen that should not have happened, and that's not okay. Stop comparing me to him. And like, that was just harsh. But that's young Clark, right? Yeah, Isn't that the Clark point? Can. Like he, was he just, hasn't failed yet. Yeah, that's true. You know what? I didn't even put that together. He hasn't the met Doomsday. Right he hasn't done all that stuff. He has yet to have a failure. This is Clark. That's true. At, at, best. at like, is it like it's not him at his strongest, well, but it's him it, at his most. He's naive a mind, little bit, right? Exactly. In his mind, he's at its peak, right? Like he, yeah. I can do no wrong. I can, I can always win. And so right. I, he's probably about to learn this lesson with David. So, right, <laughs> you can fail and you will fail. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, that was that was a good connection there. Yeah, did not make that. <laughs> yeah i know I'm, I'm just putting the put doing the connection right now and it's cool that david they when they first introduced david mark wade told people that it is a character we've seen before and so people were like who is it and i, I forget who i was gonna i i had a uh there was Weird. a guess that i had but it wasn't gonna be magog like i was like why would is, it be i was like who is the character I thought it was going to be, I don't, I forget, I forget who I, who I thought, oh, I thought it was going to be Superboy Prime. Oh, okay. I thought it was going to be a new origin for Superboy Prime, and then he goes back to, 
uh, the real. Oh no, because yeah. Anyway, I thought he was gonna be Super Bowl Prime. It is not, and it turns out to be my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But uh, now this this issue was good. I liked it. Um, what was another book that you read that was good? Uh, Kill Your Darling, uh, by Ethan. S. You and Parker. your indie books. Man, I can't help it. Like the more the more and more I read them, the they have started started to take over all of my um what's it called my pull list and this is one that i wasn't going to read until i saw a couple of people on instagram talking about it like they got like advanced copies and they were all raving about it i like the art in it too by uh robert quinn so i was just like all right um let me read the first issue and see if i want to pick it up and and it it was so good like so the premise of the story is that this little girl she has her own imagination land where she's like the princess and her stuffed animals are her royal court and stuff like that. Uh, but, you know, things happen in the story where it turns out that maybe this imagina- imaginary land isn't so imaginary and things affect the real world as well. And this book, this issue number two that just came out, it just immediately did a time skip. So she's this little girl, I want to say maybe... I'm I'm bad at ages, man. <laughs> but let's just say she's like 10, 11 years old. Now okay. she's 16, 17. It's been years since the 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 events of the first issue happened and it's kind of like pulling it back in. And and it's immediately pulls you like to the story of what's going on. Why did they jump to this conclusion? She's just to to kind of give you a hint of of what's going on with without spoiling anything is we see her in a in a mental institute or no it is a mental institute for the troubled children basically mm. all it is so okay do with that which what you will okay if that interests you go read it i i will say though kill your darlings is is a great book so far it's okay i like i was saying with other books like i just haven't seen this in comics i haven't read this story yet it's just yeah. all fresh this is on you so definitely that's what that's what like me you everybody that we have in this in this show is that like we've all been for the most part reading comics for a long time so things hit us a little bit differently so we remember if like a storyline's been done before we're like well been done, yeah been there done that. like it's been done new readers understand. don't exactly do that but we do exactly like like i understand that like while this story has been done for me this is the first time this new reader is reading this book this story this learning this lesson is the first time that and they're falling in love with comics and that's the point but for me it's like i already got caught in this trap not again (laughs) yeah uh give me something better give me something it's kind of like when you're in like junior high or whatever like when you're a young kid and you find like your new favorite band for the first time and it just blows you away and but then like sometimes yeah sure they're unique and then sometimes eh, there's just another band, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's exactly, that's a good way to put it. Because also, while you're like, this is amazing band, this, this they speak to your soul, whatever, someone from the older generation is telling you like, nope, that's the same as my band over here. They're just a co- carbon copy of yeah. my music that's over here. <laughs> and it's like, wait, just let me read my things. Let me listen to my own right. things. Well, I mean, those old fogies, um, as we have to work very hard not to be old fogies, um, you know, talking about music 
and 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 whatnot, you know, making the comparison to music and comics, the people who are like, I only read comics that were made until 2006, and that's it. Yes. And it's like, yep. or you know, you could do that same with music, right? It's like I don't listen to the new stuff, and it's like, well, okay, you're still missing stuff because every so often yeah. there will be new music, new comics that redefine comics from that point onwards, right? Like yeah. people who dislike comics like modern day comics like did they read batman superman world's finest 20 because like you know it's and so if they good. did they probably had something to say about it they right they probably had something really bad to say like oh right. no it's, it's uh, this is just the same thing over and over again pull another story from like, oh this is the same thing as this and <laughs> what if they're completely oblivious and they're like this just this is just kingdom come have you read Kingdom Come? It's like, yes, this is supposed to be. It's what it's the return to Kingdom Come. <laughs> yeah, no. Um no, no. I uh I'm trying to uh okay, so kill your darlings. Um Justice League versus Godzilla versus Kong, number one. You didn't that? read this because one. I did not read it, but when I walked into the comic book store today, the clerks there were talking about it. One guy was arguing that there should be no contest between King Kong and and uh, Godzilla because King Kong is puny compared to Godzilla and all this stuff. And they were like, "Are you going to read it?" And I was like, "No, I I don't care about Godzilla." Yeah. <laughs> well, a couple of things. First things first. People were saying that King Kong's a lot smaller than Godzilla, but he's not in the Godzilla versus King Kong movie. Like, did you ever watch? Did you watch those movies? Watch the, the most recent ones. Yeah, I feel like he was still smaller. He's slightly smaller, but like six, like it'd be like a guy who's like six foot going up against a guy who's like six seven. Okay, sure. Is. The guy that's six seven is gonna win every time. He's not gonna win every time. <laughs> <laughs> so like, okay, maybe you know Godzilla, ha- you know, is a little bit taller than him, but like as far as a fight's concerned, who knows? But um. This directly ties in with the legendary pictures, Godzilla verse. Yeah, that's cool. The way they work it in, very weird and interesting. So, so the premise of this is, I don't know whether it's the DC Earth that we know from like main continuity, but the Godzilla and Kong—they're from that the monster verse from the legendary pictures universe they're not in the same universe and so this the inspiration of the dc stuff they make a couple references to super friends so but they aren't like cheesy and corny but they are like the classic lineup justice league like from the super friends from like whatever so like and then there's the legion of doom so basically what ends up happening is while um while the justice league is going out and doing something oh in this uh the premise is that like this takes place where superman wants to propose to lois lane so this might be an alternate um this might be another universe i'm not sure yeah yeah so so instead of taking place in the past maybe this is an alternate universe so so the the league is like okay we'll take care of business you deserve a day off take the day off propose to her do that thing so at that point the legion of doom is like hey, we're going to raid the Justice League trophy room and because um, your man has the day off or like whatever, something like that. Uh, they'll, I don't know how they knew, but whatever. The point being is that like 
they end up the Legion of Doom go to another Earth, which is the MonsterVerse, because like a mother box explodes or something. So they go to the other universe, and Toy Man is weird. Toy Man's like all these monsters are like toys. I want to play with them. And then he like makes this wish because he's holding this amulet and it brings um, the monsters to the DC earth. And that's all that happens in issue one. Like it sets it up. Nobody f- like Godzilla and issue. King Kong don't fight in this. Okay. That's pretty good though. I mean, like this is, this is what I was saying earlier. Like some issues, they they're single issues. It's it's part of a whole story, and even though it's a single issue, you can't really say that it was bad just because it was right. a setup issue. Yeah. I'm wondering. I'm wondering. I'm wondering how this is gonna go because I'm assuming this is what six issues. Surprises. Toy Man is in it. That that sounded random. <laughs> was because Toy Man's oh. on the Legion of Doom in the Super Friends. So it has the Legion of Doom lineup and there's some like really good moments like gorilla grod is like there's an ape god because he sees king kong <laughs> yeah. in person he's like there's an ape god and like i thought that was super cool does he try to talk to king kong uh i don't think or maybe he I tries to make... but i don't think it shows anything okay That's but like these are all the monsters like with the same designs as the recent movies so, so do you ever see Kong Skull the, Island? When they went into the this new world, did they are they just looking at all these monsters or yeah, like, they appear and how? then they appear on Skull Island. Oh, okay, okay. So they appear on Skull Island. You're did you watch the movie? Yeah. You know the, the skull crushers or whatever they're called, those lizard things? They yeah. get attacked by one of those first, and then Kong comes in and and rips it apart. <laughs> And then they run for cover and they get into a facility that's like a monarch facility. And on those screens, they can see all the different all the different monsters. Okay. That makes more sense. I was just like, is the world overrun by these monsters? Like no matter yeah. where they showed up. No, okay, that makes more sense. Actually, that's I'm cool. not sure whether it's Skull Island or whether it's where Kong is after Godzilla versus Kong. Wherever they put him on that yeah. sanctuary, I'm not quite sure, but whatever. There is one of those skull crawl skull crawlers. I think that's what they were called. But it's not a bad start to this crossover. Is what I'm trying to say. Completely off topic. I just got. I just remembered something from the Batman World's Finest, Batman Superman World's Finest. Yeah, that goes into like the logic bit. The logic bit that that I that it kind of gave me one. I wanted to give it a one, but I gave it a two anyways. Uh, Batman and Superman are on the top of the the roof. You reminded me when you were saying that that Superman proposes to Lois. Oh, when yeah. Batman and Superman are on the roof of the Daily Planet, and they see the Kingdom Come Superman flying around, and Batman and Superman are just like whispering, kind of like, "All right, you know, let's let's not introduce ourselves just yet. You know, yeah. we, we don't know if he's a good guy or not." I'm just like. Superman would hear that, right? Aren't they? Aren't they phased out? Can, isn't it like they can't interact? Not when they were on that roof. Oh, I mean, Superman can, but he's also—I don't think he's as strong anymore, right? 
I don't remember. This is what I'm remember. saying. Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, you could you could definitely logic it out and be like, oh, well, he's old, so his super hearing is just super, but it's not yeah. peak Superman super. But still, I'm just like, I don't know. I just feel like he's always aware of yeah. something like that, and he would be able to hear it. But I just want to bring that up. <laughs> just okay, to, that's fair. Just to, yeah. Um, yeah. you read uh, you read Nightwing, right? Yes, and man, whoever the people that love Nightwing, they probably love this issue. <laughs> people who love Nightwing, I mean, love I issue. love Nightwing. I I liked this <laughs> issue. Did you not like this issue? No, I liked it. I I don't. Or were like you just saying about, because when he comes out in the pirate outfit? Yes, yeah, that, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Oh, but okay, but yeah. if we're talking about the issue in general with the content. I yeah. don't like Rick, and just anything that has Rick is immediately tainted. And I'm just like, ah, I don't want to talk. Even about if it. they're trying uh, to like make sense trying. of it a little bit, they're they're trying and it's working, kind of. But I don't. I want to forget Rick. Forget. <laughs> I want. Maybe they realize. Beast. <laughs> yeah, maybe they realize they can't. Like you can't actually retcon that part out. Like what is done is it done. It does feel like it's. It does feel like it's forcing it, right? Like. There was no indication that Bay. Uh, do you pronounce it B or Bay? Her name, uh, the the girl's name. Oh, B E A. So it depends on what it's short for, because like, right? um, fire. You know, fire from Justice League. Her name is Beatriz Da Costa, and so I would call her B. B. Unless it's Beatriz, because she's she's Brazilian, and then it's Bea. So I don't know. I feel like- I, I I've been saying Bay. I don't know. So like it it, it works. So if it's Beatrice, Bea, so if this girl is Beatrice, then it, it might be B, right? Then I'll change it to B. But for I now I'm just gonna go Bay. And, and yeah. but there was never indication that Bay had this super her not heroic, but comic oh, like book a, origin. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I'm I'm actually part of the founding people of of blue haven and yeah there was i don't know they 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 didn't need to bring her anybody she could have been anybody they could this could have been a random character that my dad just died so i'm taking over as captain right you are the reason he's dead so blah blah but they wanted to bring rick and bay into all this why i don't know i uh, think i mean maybe tom taylor feels like the rick stuff wasn't done properly so let's take a character from that that deserved better from that run let's let's do that you know and kind of make up for it i know that they're like you know um that the character you know got dropped so quick and so it's like but but classic batman nightwing stuff where it's like a woman from your past comes back right like yeah, yeah. that's just a trope i feel like and they and they they addressed it in this yeah uh what's her name batgirl was like yeah oh you're you're more like batman every day like yeah it's like oh you guys you guys dated a lot that's right (laughs) you know what though i will give it to her credit that she reacted beautifully to everything Uh, of course up until the end where she was like hey i'm not gonna be in constant uh, contact with you i'm a little you know i don't think she was jealous i don't think that was from a jealous not not jealous it's from like his safety Exactly. And so I really appreciated that because that, that's unnecessary drama just for drama's sake. Yeah. But um no, I, I appreciate how she was. 
I don't know how I feel about him just giving up the mask so easily, though. Because, again, from a safety point of view, what if something happens? And I... Well, she they think there's a mole and that maybe the yeah. mole hacked the hacked the the, um, the mask i think i think that's what they were getting at all i saw was that the mole pushed that guy off right off the boat but there was that it was weird that he stopped like you know it wasn't i don't know what happened froze. that's a separate thing yeah okay then he can't in that case, he can't yeah. make the jump I don't know why he couldn't make the jump. Something has happened to him. I think there's going to be someone that like controls him. Someone with powers. I kind of just stopped him. Yeah. Most likely. And it's going to be like nobody actually pushed this person off the boat. The person with powers. Okay. Made him him push himself off the boat, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. But. Okay. But uh, it's it's still a good story. Regardless of the Rick Grace and stuff, all that. Like, it's still so far a pretty good story. I think it's funny that they they gave him that like buccaneer look. And yeah. They, and it wasn't like in your face about it, but it was like explained immediately, like, hey, why'd you why are you doing this? This is weird. Why why are you dressed like that? Like she's anyways, like there gonna, were other clothes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. <laughs> but what it is, I think funny. it's a it's a callback to the to the deep V Nightwing scene. Oh yeah. One hundred percent. I don't know. You know. That thing didn't even have a V at all. No, it was just it's open. Like, well, it wasn't even open. It was like tucked in, right? But like, it wasn't buttoned, so it's tucked in, unbuttoned. I don't know what yeah. he's trying. He went for a look. <laughs> Is he just like? He, he's I don't know. With it. Yeah, you know, you know, good for him. Um. Uh. This one's interesting, and I think that it's also interesting that pirates are really in right now. Because I've been keeping track of how many pirate things I've been consuming lately. A lot. There's been a lot of pirate stuff. Do you think that has anything to do with the recent success of of, uh, One Piece with the live action? I mean, ish. Like, ish. I I think One Piece is part of this new pirate wave that's coming out. But, like, One Piece, our flag means death. Um, there were some other things that I was watching that also had uh uh pirates on it, and I and I can't remember um right now, but like there have been a, a good amount of pirate stuff lately. Jack, uh, what's his name? Uh, Johnny Depp's coming back. Yeah, but Pirates of the Caribbean is not coming <laughs> he's, back anytime soon. Not that we know. He's he's gonna make a comeback. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Um. Oh, I was watching Lower Lower Decks, Star Trek Lower Decks, and like the Orions are pirates. So they had a whole episode um, with the Orions. And so it's like, okay, is it just me? I would love to anyone out there to let me know if it's just me or they've noticed an uptick in pirate content lately. I love One Piece. So like that's my only pirate uh, contact, I guess. Yeah, that's the only you, point of concept that I've seen. I've only watched the Netflix show. I'm 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 not gonna read the manga or watch the anime. Most likely not. I might be convinced to watch the anime, but like I'm okay with just the the live action show. I like it. I'm good. I'm I've you know I'll keep up with it. But uh, my Halloween costume uh, is gonna be. I I'm gonna try to do Zoro from the live action. Uh, 
you're not allowed. If, if you're only going to watch live action, you're not even going to try the anime. I'm doing the live action version. You gatekeeper. I'm going to gatekeep these thousand episodes. No, I don't yeah. want to gatekeep. That's the thing. I don't want to let you enjoy your Halloween costume unless you consume all of the other media of One Piece. Right. It's the and, opposite. And- I understand what this is like now. I understand because like I've been lucky enough and and I've never hated on people that like were were dressing up as comic book stuff and not reading the comics, like whatever, like you, you do you as long as you're enjoying, you're enjoying. But like, now I realize I'm on the tail end of like, oh yeah, I just got into one piece. It's only the live action. I want to dress up like Zorro. And then, you know, yeah, (laughs) we're about to fight. No, no, I'm very happy that people have been watching that show and like loving, even if that's all they're going to consume is the live action. It's like you got a little taste of of paradise of yeah of what we've all what we all know is, is in in my defense. I just don't have time with everything else I'm consuming. I like too many things, Manny. That's what it is. It's just one episode a day. That's all it is. I'm already watching so much stuff. Twenty minutes? No, <laughs> I will go on a deep dive if you continue on this path. I we're not we're not we're not we're gonna move on uh i want to talk i want to talk to you about big game number five yeah so let's talk about that all right so big game we've been talking about big game since it came out um but basically it is a crossover event of all the books that mark miller has written now mark miller wrote a bunch of books that were not ever originally as far as we know intended to cross over and in this event they're saying yeah they've all been in the same universe this whole time except for a couple ones that were tv shows like like jupiter's legacy and jupiter's circle were tv shows in this universe so like they weren't real but everything else has been real and we're talking about miller like mark miller kick ass kingsman right we're talking chrononauts we're talking the magic order, right? So I was gonna ask you, magic order, uh, prodigy. That guy's in it too. Prodigy, right? yes. We're talking um, um, superior. I think is what it was called. That was like the Shazam kind of parody. Um, there's that, also um, that, that. There's like an old spy guy. Uh, yeah, the old that, spy it guy just came out. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He, I forget what he's got the name of the comic. Yeah. Um, but that is because he the alternate cover for this issue has that. Um, we're talking um Nemesis. Okay. Um, and this crossover kicked off after Nemesis Reloaded. Nemesis Reloaded, the big reveal at the end of Nemesis Reloaded is that everything's been in the same universe this whole time. So King of Spies is what you're thinking about. King of Spies, there you go. King of Spies, uh, we're talking, um, I'm looking through everything. We're talking uh, The Ambassadors, which was new. Um, And essentially, basically, oh, and Wanted. Basically, it's Wanted. Um, Because, do you know the premise of Wanted? No, I've only seen the movie. The movie sucks and has nothing to do with the comics. So the premise... I love the movie. The uh, movie was good. What are you talking about? The movie, first thing is not good, but you like what you like. But also, the the, the premise of Wanted, the comic, is that there's a secret society of supervillains that a couple decades ago, they already won. 
they defeated all the bad uh, all the good guys by teaming up and they erased the world's knowledge that these heroes ever existed and so and that they run the world kind of like the illuminati all these supervillains run the world from like the back you know and the world runs like we think it runs now in real life except there are super powered villains they're just kind of doing whatever they want and so like that's the premise of wanted and at the end of nemesis reloaded like there's this subplot where he's like there's a lost president and it's because there was a guy who was president at the time where they erased everybody's minds and so there's like a lost president anyway the point being is that's the big reveal at the end of nemesis reloaded and in this basically that secret society of supervillains they're like oh heroes are popping back up again we we like killed them all we erased all the memories back in the day and now they're popping up again we need to do another like culling of it and so you get all the miller characters teaming up and then dying like people getting their like classic characters just getting their brains blown out and then it's like okay cool so i don't know what's gonna happen going forward because like spoiler eggsy from kingsman teams up with hit girl and eggsy gets shot in the head well that's not cool (laughs) yeah that's not great yeah but but it's been really fun for someone like me who I've been a Mark Miller fan for a long time, even to the point of defending some of his really bad choices. I don't defend it. I'm just like, you know, you win some, you lose some. But like, he, it is a guilty pleasure of mine, Mark Miller stuff. How many issues is it supposed to be? Do you know? Total? Six. Six? So you're on five? I just finished five, yeah. And then six. And and heroes are still dying. There's no like resolution about to show up. Or well, they like incorporated that. time travel. Because uh, Chrononauts, Chrononauts uh, is the same. Oh yeah, yeah. Chrononauts is in the same um universe. So, but they didn't do time travel. Like they don't have freestanding time travel. It was like a. It was. I don't want to spoil anything or spoil too much, but like, it's a roller coaster ride. I mean, and for people who have read all his other works, then you there's a lot of like Easter eggs. You know. What if you've never read anything? Would it still be a good book? There are a couple series I would recommend to read before that. Like, I would recommend to read Wanted. Um, I would recommend... Okay, if we're saying, like, which of his I would recommend or which of his I would recommend just for this series, it, or this miniseries, it'd be Wanted. It would be... I mean, The Magic Order, is... kind of. Eh, you don't need to read The Magic Order to, to do this one. Uh... Wanted is probably a big one. That is Nemesis. What is that from? Is it oh, just ne- something called Nemesis? Nemesis? Yeah, there was a comic called Nemesis. And then there was a recent comic, Nemesis Reloaded. Nemesis Reloaded, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I guess Nemesis, it's pretty easy read. It's kind of... But Wanted and Nemesis are going to make you feel real depressed. So if you read both of those, because oh, they're really? both about bad guys winning. That's that's but, how I want to spend my weekend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's kind it's kind of cool. I I don't know. Like I really like this miniseries because, like, Wanted is about bad guys winning. Nemesis is about bad guys winning. And like, 
the good guys never they just don't win in those like and the series ends with like the bad guys winning but then there's other mark miller books where good guys win and like good wins and now he's been like okay we're taking all those series putting them together who wins i know yeah okay pretty good premise. it's been good i mean are those necessarily the the mark miller books that i would recommend overall like my favorites the best ones no but that's what this crossover is Okay. Yeah. But that's the, this is the one that I read first on Wednesday. Cause like I was looking, I'm looking forward to any installment of this. And I didn't disappoint. What's that? And I didn't disappoint. Uh, no, not, not yet. I am disappointed that a lot of people are dying, but I think, I think, I think they're going to do something, but I can't figure out how they're going to do it. Because of the way they've written it, I don't know how. I think, I think Hit Girl is going to have something to do with something, but I, I don't know exactly what. Okay. I think there's going to be a last minute save. I, I, I don't know. I don't know how though. I think you've convinced me. I might just read it without reading what you recommended. Of course, I'm just going to yeah. go straight into Big Game and and see what happens. Yeah. Uh, Wanted is twisted. Nemesis is twisted also. So it is what it is. Yeah. Um, real quick, as we as we get towards the end of this episode, I want to go through some of these other books and just do some quick blurbs of how we how we felt about it. Sound good? All right. Bone Orchard Mythos Tenement Five. That was top three. That was uh my third, I think. Yeah. No, that was number four. Uh, but it's still it's good. A great book. Yeah, no, it's a. This one was like the the climax of the series so far. It's gonna be twelve issues, I believe, and if not, it's only six. And this is the fifth installment. This is like the one where all the stuff that's been happening is finally like just culminating. This is a horror book. That's the thing. Like, if you're into horror, I'm not. Jeffamere, I can't. It scares me. Andre Sorrentino, like Andrea Sorrentino. Yeah. Uh, they they do such a good job. So Gideon Falls, the same team here, same type, same vibe, everything. So it's just it's a great like. There's a lot of there's at least two or three splash pages in this okay. book, and and it doesn't feel wasted. It doesn't feel like oh, there's no dialogue here. This is such such a fast book. They they really tell a story with this. So. All right, good book. Uh, did you like Moon Knight Twenty Eight? Moon Knight was great. I mean, as like I said, Moon Knight is just a great series. This Moon Knight, this team, Jen McKay, is a great series. And the art, amazing. This is just, I think we've all seen the the uh, previews that Moon Knight's going to die. And this is kind of showing you how he's going to die, basically. So, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, He's kind of just setting himself up to die. He's like giving things away and stuff. He it's knows like, he's going to oh, die? Well, he's going into like a really big battle, and I think he doesn't have a plan. He has a plan to take out the big bad, no plan to escape, basically. All right. Something I like in fiction, regardless of whether it happens or not, I like to see what a character does when they know they're going to die. Whether or not they die or not, but like how they act, who they ask for, you know what I mean? So, he like, acts like Moon Knight, yeah. Yeah, like he, I, I, he he does not change, and it's great. That's a good thing about it. Yeah, 
All right. Um, let's talk Titans four because both of us read it, right? Yes. Did you not like it? I don't like Titans. I, I'm at not all? liking this series at all. Okay. I thought, Do you like the characters? I, mean, I think I used to like Beast Boy and I don't like him anymore because of the like the last year and a half. Well, he's, he's, he's moody. He's not fun yeah. right now. Yeah, but that that's part of it, yes. But also, it's just like he just hasn't had the the right writer, I think, okay. like for for the last couple of installments that he's been in. But yeah. the storyline is just where is it going, man? It's taking forever. Where are we going with this? Like, what's happening? I'll agree with you, but I think they're purposely doing a slow burn because they got a couple different plots going on, right? They got the Brother Blood yeah. plot, they have Flash's death plot, and then I mean uh, I mean, there's some kind of other ones. I That thing that's in Garth's mouth that then hopped into Linda, it is the grossest thing <laughs> to me. It is so... I hated it. I, I hated it. It is one of my fears because it it i don't know it looks like one of those sea Alien. creatures you know what i mean like with like the it's like there's like certain starfish that have like these feathers kind of thing yeah. and they go oh, you know yeah yeah that's kind of what it looks like and now it's not starro but it is something that brother blood has oh, and like yeah. the end of the last issue where brother blood is like almost gonna kiss uh, garth and he like that was the horrible. tentacles come that out was... <laughs> it's so gross but it it it's good i don't know there's something about it the art is really good and something that's sad is like beast well beast boy's been really angsty lately and i can understand it because he's getting older I like or whatever his, i like his mission though like that was great because yeah. th that is what i want the whole like uh speech that he gave he's like we're not avengers basically we're not fighting the symptoms we need to like actually do something before there's a symptom. We need to stop right. reacting. And right. I like that. And that's what I was hoping to get from Titans, but we're still getting the same kind of thing. And I think yeah. the the main thing, my main bother with this is also Wally. Like Wally in his own title, grown up, whatever, father doing his thing, he's great. With the Titans, he's a child. Like even he's even drawn like a teenager, and I'm like, mm. this guy is he's an adult man. Like, you, I mean, he's as adult he... as they are. By the way, yeah, I exactly. I buy. I think Dick is 27. I think Wally's about 27. I think that those characters right. are 27. I think Beast Boy's a little younger. I think Raven's a little younger, but they're still Beast Boy. I I personally think Beast Boy's like 23. Beast Boy has got to be the youngest. Yes, but not sure. by much. He's still like 23, yeah, if not a little older. They did say that Amanda Waller in it was like, we can't let the world be saved by a couple of 20-something year olds. Like oh, really? Yeah. She so did say that in this in this issue. So like I think that that's what they were trying to do. But I don't care. They're all adults and they're but they still I feel like I'm reading a teen Titans book, not a Titans book. Interesting. Okay. If that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, we'll see where it goes with this, but uh, I'm interested. But uh, yeah, I get it's your fun. I get your hangups. Yeah, it's it's slow. It's a slow burn. Speaking about slow burn, did you like Daredevil too? It's also very like I did like it. Uh, it's 
it was right actually right behind Titans four. <laughs> See, this is what I mean about my ranking system. Like I, if you ask me this, I definitely like Daredevil way more than Titans. But this single issue, it Titans didn't do much. Right? Daredevil. I mean, they're setting up yeah. stuff, yeah. But I, I did like it. I, I don't understand what they're setting up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like there's a whole bunch of especially after Chip Zdarsky's run, yeah. I think I think the other the other guy in that orphanage is sus. Bad guy. Oh, really? I think so. Oh, I've had zero. Like my radar has not detected anything wrong with him. But it's just I think that there's gonna be something. I think that he's gonna matter in one way or another. He's either gonna die just like real quick, or if he doesn't die real quick, I think he's gonna. You know, they're not going to keep them there and not have anything to do with him. Yeah, but currently right now, like, they just have Matt just being angry. And, like, hopefully that ends after this issue. Because yeah. right now he's just like, I need to punch something. I'm going to go and punch something. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, I have faith. Yeah. So, but, uh, yeah. The the writer. Uh, Saladin Ahmed. Saladin yeah. Ahmed. Uh, yeah, he's, he's good. He's written uh, Miss Marvel stuff. That I truly love. He's written so Miles Morales. I don't, I don't, I don't doubt him. So yeah. I, I'm waiting. That's why I'm still reading the issue, the books because he's a good writer. So yeah, yeah. Um, speak about Miles Morales. Did you read it, Miles Morales, Spider Man Eleven? Yeah, uh, it's it's an issue with Blade, and I it's just no, a cool team up book, right? It's it's just yeah, it was just action action. Yeah, uh, quip here, quip there. But Blade has magic powers? Yeah, he has slight magic powers. <laughs> when? When did that happen? Like, I well, don't I think it's I, I think he's always had like slight magic powers, like incantations if he wants to, but like the movies don't bring in magic whatsoever, right? Because it's yeah. just vampires. But like, yeah, I think he's always kind of had like magic. That was kind of a cool Miles suit, like that mile like that he put on. Yeah. I don't know. I liked yeah, it. He, but he gave... That's a good temporary suit. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not like for good. It's just a fun <laughs> suit to have, like for that a team. Theme, a theme suit. Yeah, yeah. A theme for the team. Yeah. Right. You know. Um. Yeah. But anytime there's a super speedster around, like a zombie or around a uh, like a vampire or whatever, I'm like, get the speedster out of there. Stop, because you are gonna get taken, and it's gonna cause yeah. way more problems. She made me so angry, like the, at the very end where she just jumped in. Like, You're like, you, you broke the incantation. Like, you come on. I thought that was cool. I mean, it's cool from a storytelling perspective. It's frustrating as a like, reader. You're like, come on, but you know, she made me angry because I care about the book and not like, okay, this is annoying. I don't care about the like. I right. this is just annoying me and blah blah. This was like, I'm into the story. Like, oh no, why did you just jump in there? Like, it was yeah. it was good. Yeah, yeah. Um. And then did you read Coda? I did not read that. No. Okay. Okay. Um, real quick then before we get going, the Invincible Iron Man number 11, it deals with uh, Tony Stark and Emma Frost's wedding. Somebody asked me on TikTok, oh, is it canon that they're married? And I'm like, yes, but also it's her false identity that got married. So, and they're not in love, but I think it's going to be one of those rom-coms. They're married, but... They have yet to fall in love. I I did not want them to fall in love. They are working well together. I do like them together now. 
I think that they're 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 going from enemies to lovers, and it is believable because Tony Stark finally gives a gives a shit about mutants, and that's right. been my biggest problem with Avengers. Avengers don't give two shits about mutants, and it's like, oh okay, like fuck you then, like like the X Men like have saved the world and the universe on many occasions, oh, and yet mutants yeah. still have a problem in this world, and so um, yeah, it just Tony Stark finally it add up. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting. But this this book's been really good, uh, surprisingly. I'm not a big Iron Man fan, but he, he, it's kind the of only, it's, he's standing up, you know? The only things I've seen between Emma Frost and, and Tony Stark is in, in this War? Marvel book. Oh, no, no. Okay. It, like currently, currently. Yeah. Uh, it's just the, the Miss Marvel stuff. They She showed up for something with with uh iron man tony and yeah. uh they were just there no and it was very evident that they weren't in love there was just yeah. like a almost like a business transaction and stuff yeah but, this is all like it's a plan that they have when they're they're getting married and so you know we'll see how that works um uh and then i guess last but not least superman number seven which is the 850th issue of superman and I was trying to crunch the numbers because somebody brought up the fact that like Spider-Man has more issues than Superman. Sp- Superman was around 30 years before. And um, and that's really because Spider-Man was like a weekly comic for a long time. And then it was also a bi-weekly comic. And that's how it caught up and surpassed Superman. Yeah. And I think there were certain breaks where Superman took a break because then there's My Adventures or no, not my adventures, the adventures of Superman. Then there was like Superman, man of steel or whatever. Like there was other Superman titles and action comics has been the longest running, you know, Mm -hmm. and detective comics, but Superman, this is the 850th issue. And um, I mean, it's just another issue. It's a, you know, after Superman six, but uh, this, this book has been really good. So I do recommend this one. They introduced a new villain that, uh, is pretty cool and has a little bit of ties to Superboy, to to Connell, to Connell, because they bring up tactile telekinesis, and so oh. I don't know. It's pretty interesting, but you know, it's worth checking out. Um, Superman's in a renaissance right now. A lot of good Superman stuff, so I can't I can't recommend it enough. No, I I I don't know why. It's- put down superman but i do like the fact that he has like those adopted kids now yeah i just some people like them some people don't i haven't read any stories with it so we gotta get you on superman it's been good it's been good i dropped it i picked it up before um bendis got to it and then because that was great that was with with him and john like it was just amazing yeah bendis got to it Kind of soured my taste for it a little bit, and okay. then I did read Superman: Son of Kal El. Loved that storyline, okay. but it ended really quick, and I just didn't have any uh, desire to follow that. Did you story. read the Action okay. Comics War World stuff? No, no it's that's, so that's good. It's 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 gonna be one of the most iconic Superman arcs, like going forward. Like okay. I think in twenty years, people are gonna point back to Action Comics. The whole world war world arc and they're gonna be like yeah that's peak superman peak superman because it's yeah, superman slowly losing his powers on war world but still inspiring people 
to take up um um and have hope you know take up like he has like a non-violent approach because he's the unbloodied i think it's like the unbloodied blade or the unsheathed blade is what the people of Warworld call him because he is a sword that does not kill you know power with restraint it's so good i can't i can't recommend it enough um as we're as we're signing off uh i want to say thank you manny so much for coming on the show and talking comics with me uh and the people out there if you're watching us live if you're watching us twitch.tv slash the keeg show youtube.com slash the keeg show or you are listening to the podcast wherever you get your podcast from uh apple podcast google play soundcloud spotify and iHeartRadio. um manny where can people find you what do you got coming up anything you want to plug I don't really have anything coming up, but uh, you can find me at Instagram, uh, TikTok, YouTube, at Manny Weed Comics for all of them. So. Awesome. Awesome. Um, definitely for anyone out there, follow Manny Reads Comics. Um, if you're trying to figure out where The Keeg is online, our social media is at The Keeg Show. TikTok and Instagram are our two biggest ones, at The Keeg Show. Um, but we're also on other social media platforms, but TikTok and Instagram our two biggest ones. We also got a Patreon, patreon.com slash the Keeg show. And if you want to find a comic shop near you, go to comicshoplocator.com. This show is Comic Talk, and we do shows every Thursday, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. Um, so whether you're listening to the podcast, or watching the live stream, we are out here uh telling you guys, you know, what comics uh came out this week and how it all went down. Um, other than that, that's pretty much the uh the gist of things. I think that's it. Thank you again, Manny, for, for coming on this episode. Uh, thank you to everybody out there. Uh, once again, I am your host, Dimitri Pereira, and this has been another episode of Comic Talk for uh, the week of October 19th, 2023. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.